Welcome to Conference Reruns. Uh, this is the inaugural episode of this new podcast. For some of the younger generation, you may not even know what a rerun is. Uh, back before streaming, before Netflix, Disney Plus, Max, Peacock, uh, there's so many I can't even remember. Uh, but like some shows would just air old episodes every single day, like sometimes several episodes back to back to back um, throughout the day. Uh, and these were called reruns. Uh, now in a world of streaming, you can just pick the episode you want to watch. But in the past, you had to watch whichever rerun was playing that day. You had no agency in the matter. Uh, so like the purpose of this podcast is to go back and rerun some of the general conference gems from the past. Some of the talks that we may have loved when they were given. But as the years have gone by... We may have forgotten about these impactful talks, or maybe they just don't rerun as frequently in our minds as they used to. Uh, so the idea is to look back at one talk a week for you know 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, it's a quick podcast to help jolt our memories of some of those memorable talks that are still relevant today. Uh, don't worry, we won't be going back into the 1800s. Uh, no Brigham Young or John Taylor talks. I'm sure those were great but maybe not as impactful or, or maybe not as relevant for our time. Uh, if there are talks that you loved, please give me suggestions. I could focus on talks that I love for, who knows, like months, years, whatever. But this would be so much better if we focus on those talks that help change your lives. For episode one, it only made sense to go back to Elder Patrick Kieran's first talk as a general authority. Elder Kieran is our newest apostle. Uh, he was called to replace Elder Ballard uh, about a week ago. Uh, but this is the talk that he gave back in 2010 when he was newly called into the Quorum of the Seventy. Uh, for some personal context, I had been home from my mission for less than a year. Uh, and, and like I wasn't a terrible kid. I was, like most returned missionaries, uh, falling out of practice with a lot of the good habits that I had developed on my mission. I had lost some of that light, some of that conviction for the gospel, not to the point that I was like falling away or losing my testimony, but I just wasn't at a place that I wanted to be at. When I so I attended this session of general conference at the conference center all by myself. Uh, and Elder Kieran's talk like smacked me right in the face. Uh, and for the next several months, I listened to this talk almost every day. For me, it was a life altering talk and it made me want to change and become better. So one of the names of Christ that I love most is Healer. It's such an awesome name. He is our healer. He can heal us from anything and everything. This talk by Elder Kieran titled, Come unto me with full purpose of heart and I shall heal you. For those of us who love the Book of Mormon and the story of Christ's visit in 3rd Nephi, this immediately pulls uh, at, at some emotions for us. Christ can heal us even when we need to be healed because of our own stupid or ignorant choices. Uh, Elder Kieran starts by sharing a story from his childhood when he was living with his parents in Saudi Arabia and they went camping. One morning after a night's camping in the desert, I wanted to go exploring, but I did not want to bother putting on my shoes. I rationalized that I was only going for a little wonder and I would stay close by the camp. So instead of shoes, I wore flip-flops. I told myself that flip-flops were shoes of a sort. And anyway, 
what could possibly happen. And as any great storyteller does, he's setting us up. We know what is coming next, and it ain't good. Uh, young, young Patrick was stung by a scorpion and had to be rushed to the closest hospital over two hours away. Uh, luckily for him and, and for all of us, because as we know now, he would go on to become an apostle. So luckily for the whole world, uh, he was not impacted by the sting of that scorpion. Uh, but he says, I testify from my own experience as a boy and as a man that disregarding what we know to be right, whether through laziness or rebelliousness, always brings undesirable and spiritually damaging consequences. No, that scorpion did not in the end threaten my life, but it caused extreme pain and distress to both me and my parents. When it comes to how we live the gospel, we must not respond with laziness or rebelliousness. So just the other day, I was talking with my kids about this story, and my daughter, who is seven, immediately understood what Elder Kieran was trying to explain. For my daughter, for me, and, and, and for probably all of us, this story, it just clicks. Most of the time, we have to like shake our kids, sometimes literally, but usually metaphorically, uh, for them to listen to us. I think every parent can relate to this, but our kids have a really hard time not leaning back in their chairs, and it drives me nuts. It doesn't matter how many thousands of times I tell them to sit still and not lean back. It's like their brains just can't help it. I will ask a kid not to lean back, and five seconds later, they're leaning. That's kids. That's just, that's just how kids are. Every single one of my kids has fallen off the chair at the kitchen table. Every single one of them has gotten hurt and come running to us. Like a few weeks ago, our youngest daughter fell backwards off the chair and hit her head on our concrete floor. <laughs> because I'm not as Christ-like as I should be, my first response is, uh, duh, I told you so. Of course you fell because you didn't listen to me. <sighs> Thank goodness uh, that's not how our Father in Heaven and our Savior respond to us when we turn to them. Uh, we all have like a rebelliousness inside of us. It's just part of coming into this world. Sometimes I think the easiest way to sum up our purpose in life is to just quote Mosiah 319. Uh, in a BYU commencement address in, in 2019, here's what Elder Kieran said. He said, uh, we have often thought that repentance is just stopping sin. That is an important step, but there is so much more to, that, to it than that. True repentance is focused on Jesus Christ and the joy that comes from his redeeming power. It is turning away from the natural man in us and turning back to God, returning to him with our changed behaviors, minds, and hearts. The Jehovah of the Old Testament promised scattered Israel that if they would return unto the Lord their God and obey his voice with all their heart and with all their souls, he would gather them, protect them, and prosper them. But... We are, we all have that natural man, that natural woman in us. And we're here to learn how to put off that natural man. And like Elder Kieran says, turn back to the Savior. That's one of the, the meanings of the word repent or repentance. It's to turn, to turn away from sin and to turn back to God. Uh, but unfortunately, it takes a lifetime for us to learn some of these lessons. Like I've been telling my kids for years to stop leaning back on the chair or they will fall. And up to this point, they haven't figured it out. Uh, and yet here I am talking smack about my kids, but I can't even count how many things similar 
to leaning back on chairs I have going on in my life. Heavenly Father has told me a thousand times to stop doing certain things or thinking certain things or saying certain things and on and on and on. And I don't know why, but I still haven't learned my lesson. And it's so frustrating. <laughs> why am I the way that I am? You know, for for most return missionaries, like we all told ourselves on the last day of our mission that we would keep up those good habits forever. And yet, how long did it take for us to stop thinking about others and become self-centered and focused on our needs? We all know that we're happier when we serve others, but how often do we pick the comfort of our own home instead of getting up and serving? For me, it's usually because I just want to watch a game. I love sports and I want to watch the game and helping someone else takes me away from that game. <laughs> Here's what Elder Kieran said. When we choose another path from the one that we know to be right, as taught by our parents and leaders, and as confirmed to our own hearts by the Holy Ghost, it is like stepping onto the desert sand in flip-flops instead of shoes. We then seek to justify our lazy and rebellious behavior. We tell ourselves we're not really doing anything that wrong, that it doesn't really matter, and that nothing all that bad will result from letting go just a little from the iron rod. Perhaps, we console ourselves with the thought that everyone else is doing it or doing worse and we won't be negatively affected anyway. We somehow convince ourselves that we are the exception to the rule and therefore immune to the consequences of breaking it. We refuse, sometimes willfully, to be exactly obedient as it says in Preach My Gospel and we hold back a portion of our hearts from the Lord and then we get stung. Yes, we all make poor mistakes. We all sin. We all fall short. It is infuriating, but it's part of life. We have all chosen to metaphorically wear sandals when we know that shoes are our only protection. We have all chosen to do or say or think things that we shouldn't. We have all chosen to be lazy when we should be serving. We have ignored promptings from the Spirit far too many times and have in return missed out on opportunities to bless others. Opportunities which actually would be a blessing for ourselves. And yet, no matter how many times we fall short, what is the Savior's invitation? Our Savior is the Prince of Peace, the great healer, the only one who can truly cleanse us from the sting of sin and the poison of pride and change our rebellious hearts into converted covenant hearts. His atonement is infinite and embraces us all. The invitation given to the Nephites when he ministered to them as the resurrected Christ is still in force for you and for me. Have ye any that are sick among you? Bring them hither. Have ye any that are lame or blind or halt or maimed or leprous? or that are withered, or that are deaf, or that are afflicted in any manner, bring them hither, and I will heal them. Not one of you has thrown away your last chance. You can change. You can come back. You can claim mercy. Come unto the only one who can heal. And you will find peace. I think I listened to this talk so many times 
after it was first given that now when I read those verses in the Book of Mormon, I hear them with this British accent. Um, I'll say it again. I love Elder Kieran. What a blessing it is uh, for, for all of us to have him as an apostle. I am thrilled to listen to him at least every six months for the next, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Who knows? Maybe longer. I, I, I know that he is called of God and that this is God's true and living church led by Jesus Christ who directs prophets and apostles on the earth today. Jesus Christ is the great healer. Whatever mistake we have made, whatever our rebellious nature, Christ can heal us and we can change. All right. Thank you all for listening. That was episode one, the first episode of, uh, of conference reruns. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend and please leave comments and let me know what you want to discuss next. <laughs> <laughs>